Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 18 of Be With Me. When we left yesterday, we were at a a, a bit of a cliffhanger. Peter had been preaching to uh, a group of Jews and Jewish converts, and they had just seen a, a miracle of the Holy Spirit coming down and indwelling Galilean Jews, and it was a very exciting moment, and some people responded in awe, and some people responded with mocking. And so Peter goes through a a description of how Jesus was predicted, and the Holy Spirit was predicted, and he is to be known. And at the end of his speech, the people there are cut to the heart that they are touched in a deep way. And they asked the question, brothers, what shall we do? And here's the answer. So this is verse 38 from Acts chapter 2. And Peter said to them, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins. And you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promises for you and for your children and for all who are far off everyone whom the Lord, our God, calls to himself. And with many other words, he bore witness and continued to exhort them, saying, Save yourselves from this crooked generation. So those who received his word were baptized, and there were added that day about 3,000 souls. I wanted to drill down on a little bit on verse 38, and particularly on repentance, Now, repentance is changing your mind. It's the most difficult thing (coughs) in the entire world. It's got to start with uh, some understanding and then some uh, regret and grief. It's described for David that when it happened to David, he was struck by this. And you have to move off this square of, hey, I'm okay, believe in yourself. Man is basically good self-empowerment that our world and our culture so strongly teaches today. And move off that square and move on to the square of repentance, which is nasty, nasty business. I think I'm going to title today, Repenting is Nasty Business, because it says... I'm sinful, I'm separated, and I'm responsible. And, and in a sense, I'm in trouble. So this, we all want to get to this. Let's get to the Holy Spirit in the book of Acts. Let's get to the ta-da part of this. Let's get to the indwelling of the Spirit. Let's get to the powerful things that the apostles and the disciples are going to do and these believers as maybe they return to their, uh, their native peoples. But the road to this power of the Holy Spirit and the person of the Holy Spirit, it goes through repentance. The road to the person of the Holy Spirit goes through the nasty square of repentance. And the road to forgiveness uh, goes through agreeing with God about our sins. So it's serious, serious business. And to get people, myself included, to say, hey, you've got a sin problem and there are consequences which are horrible and above your pay grade and you've got a severed relationship with the with a God that wants to call you to himself and you're separated him 
and you're at risk of judgment, and you're not at risk of judgment, you are under judgment, and you are under penalty without repenting, and you're missing this blessing of the superpowering, the super person of the Holy Spirit. Um, I was thinking that, you know, life is hard enough with the Holy Spirit. Imagine, you know, fumbling through life without the Holy Spirit to help and speak to us. So what would you do to have your sins forgiven, to be free of the guilt and the penalty? What would you do? Would you be cut to the heart? Would you be obedient to uh, baptism as the call is here today? Would you agree with calling a sin a sin? Would you, would you agree with seeing with the eyes of God, agreeing to turning, which is what repenting is? It's agreeing, changing your mind, and turning to this name of Jesus Verse 38 says, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. <clears throat> Who doesn't want to have their sins uh, forgiven? So we have to agree with God that we have horrible sin, that we have this horrible sentence, we have this horrible penalty that our sin has been primarily against God and and get to the point where we agree with him and uh, even Jesus said that your anger is like murder and your lust is like adultery. So none of us are out of the, uh, you know, the penalty phase of this. And it's this name of Jesus that where he kind of rushes in and says, hey, I got this. Be with me. Call on my name. You can't get out of this situation, but I can get you out of this. It's the hardest thing in the world. Repenting is the hardest thing in the world. And it's nasty, nasty business because it involves agreeing with our sinfulness. Who can forgive us our sins against God except God himself? N- nobody. That's why we have to go through the name of Jesus. We have to have faith and trust and believe in the substitutionary atonement. So we have to get this right. Uh, so there's t- two steps, if you will. One is this need to repent. So even if you agree, say, I am separated from God, I am a sinner, then you got to get the second part about it. It's how do I get out of this, which is the name of Jesus, not by works, not by anything we do other than have faith. So if you find yourself, ladies and gentlemen, standing on this nasty square of repentance, what a great place to be. If you're cut to the heart, if you've been struck by your sin, if there's been conviction, then you know that God is at work, that God is calling you to himself. And he's asking you to agree with him about these things, change your mind about it, and then change your mind about behaviors, which is be baptized, follow him, trust in him, and then you get this bonus of the Holy Spirit, which is a gift of himself. It's his presence, it's his indwelling. Oh, so I hope today, pray today that you are one of these people that the Lord is calling to himself and that you would save yourselves by trusting in him because none of us can really save ourselves and be baptized, which is just a physical sign of an inward repentance and trust in agreement. And then I just want to leave you with Luke chapter 15, verse 7. Here's some happy news. There will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who need no repentance. Let's be one of those people that creates joy in heaven by standing on the square of repentance. Thanks for listening.